Okay, let me just see if I can find the. That's weird. The they've rearranged like the tiles in the sound uh, bar. This is like the fourth time they've tried to fuck with us with Spotify and everything. The deep state is trying to ruin this podcast. They know what's behind that. Mark iron my curtain. words. And we are not going to let them stop us. Roll it. You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic or contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. Good, good, good news, everyone. I'm so sorry. Yes. I have to be a little quiet because I'm okay. actually recording this from a pub. Oh, like a Welcome ye to old the world pub? of tomorrow. I'm in I'm in Danchester, Washingtonshire. <laughs> Shire, sure, Shire, sure. And I'm at a local pub. And this okay. is actually a less lively pub that I you know, it's not loud, obviously. Um, okay, but yeah. guys, welcome to the world of tomorrow, a Futurama-centric podcast. I'm Willie. I'm Daniel, and this podcast is for lovers, likers, and lickers. And lickers. A Futurama. A Futurama. We're, yeah, we're still going to work on that Petey, one. I don't know if we're you can see to... behind me, but there's like a little frog with like a bowler hat on, and he's at the bar. <laughs> Not a top hat and cane, don't but a look, bowler don't hat. Don't look, or he'll see us. Okay, 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 okay. No, chill, 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 chill. Uh oh, I think he saw me. <laughs> I think he did. Hey, you, Yankee! What are you doing here? <laughs> oh, no. We're, oh, he's coming over. Trouble. He's coming over. Oh, okay. Boy. Just be cool. What's all oh, it is said, right. isn't it? Hey, well, uh, oh, I really want to do an accent now. Hi, how are you? Um, welcome to the podcast. We're doing a quick podcast. A pod what? A, well, I guess folks like you might call it a podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. No, I know you're talking about it. It's like the radio, but it's sort of recorded and you can listen to it later. It's like the radio for losers, yeah. <laughs> That's <guess>. pretty funny. <laughs> so I get, I take it's a comedy podcast then, eh? I would say, well, it's a, yeah, it's comedy. It's, uh, if you find it funny, it's comedy. It's, it's beauty in the eye of the beholder. What's your, what's, little, can I ask you who you are? Day, isn't it? <laughs> it is a bit cheeky. What can I ask? What your name is? You, I have you have a lovely polar on. Thank you so much. My older brother wouldn't appreciate it, but because uh, <laughs> he always wears a top hat. My name's Montana J Toad, and yeah, you may have guessed it. My older brother is Michigan J Frog. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, um, as I didn't until I just Googled it. Michigan J. Frog is the Warner Brothers frog that pops out from behind the bar and sings, Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my rag. Don't even off. sing it. I can't stand <laughs> that song no more. It's like, you got anything else? Is that all you can do? <laughs> so, so if he has Warner Brothers, are you like the BBC frog or? It's, I'm a CW. I'm, this is CW. <laughs> oh, so you <laughs> 
<laughs> you're the CW. So is that more? It's or sort of is lower budget, and uh, you know my sort of gruff take on things is a little bit more this. Okay, okay, okay. That's fair. So do you do you have like um, any? Are you still it from or... a BBC though? <laughs> oh, okay. What happened? Well, Great what, how, chaps you over get... there. You know, nothing, nothing bad. Just moving on. Just cross different paths. You know, creative differences. It's exactly you. You took it right out of my mouth. <laughs> right at me, gob. Oh, one second. <laughs> Sorry, a fly. I can't help myself. <laughs> Are you are you sated now? <laughs> you feel better. Boy, <laughs> get away from so what are you me, Floyd? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I just had to punch a couple blokes trying to get at me, flies. You, you, you know over here, that. we actually call yeah, them. Okay. <laughs> we actually call them chips. <laughs> I don't think that maybe you call them chips. I don't think everyone else does. I like maybe, to call them chips. They're crunchy, <laughs> okay. salty. It's good. Protonaceous. I say, I say, I'm all for it. Well, so listen, then, while I'm on a podcast, excuse me, podcast, okay. I want to say <laughs> anyone who thinks Michigan J Frog is a fancy little dapper chap, you can go get <laughs> fucked, mate, because here's the deal over at the CW, we've got. Quality programming, okay. okay. So what, what good. programming do you and introduce? And make sure you watch the Arrow because I swear that dude is definitely supportive <laughs> of his union. <laughs> For some reason, though, he don't want to strike. I don't really get it. It's all I good, have not though. Been... It's all good. <laughs> you have a much more inter- intimate knowledge of you don't the CW programming strike, than I do. You're not following the no, I'm, just, strike, I'm, I'm following the news. I'm just not following the, the lineup of the CW. I don't know what the arrow is. I'm guessing it's a superhero thing. It's not on no more. It's not on no more, but it was a hit. It was a smash oh. hit. It got picked up by Hulu or something. Oh, I didn't know that. Hulu's I think it's everything on Hulu up. now. And it's sort of a companion to, uh, you know, The Flash. With the oh. not with the drug guy, but who hits people, but with the guy who sort of looks like he he might be named Vanilla, you know what I mean? He's sort of plain and white. Oh, his his favorite color is gray. Right, right, or beige. <laughs> so if if your brother is um, Michigan J Frog. Then and he sings "Hello, My Baby." Do you sing anything like "God Save Queen" or anything like that? No, no, you're close though. It's sort of like "Goodbye, My Grandfather." <laughs> Just the exact opposite. <laughs> well, look, I was singing that earlier. He stole it from me, but people think he came up with it first because he's an older brother. And I was like. <laughs> some ingenuity right here people it's catchy <laughs> it's true people it's like the it. same tune can you give us a little lick if you sort will of like <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like goodbye my grandpa goodbye my grandpa goodbye my grandpa girl <laughs> that was amazing yay can we get an applause <laughs> Oh, yeah. thank you, thank you. you the pub is coming. uproarious. The pub is uproarious. Anyway, I better get back to my blokes. 
And, uh, no, it's okay. We play around. We play around. But anyway, nice to meet you. I'd love to be on podcast again. So We'd love to have you. I am open for work. Of course, it needs to be. Uh, I am part of SAG Extra, but it needs Fair. to be negotiated. But we've got to. We're going to figure it out. So, well, let me cheer, tell you what. Cheerio to you, bloke. We'd, we'd love to have you again, um, Montana J. Toad. Thank you so much, Montana. It was great to meet you. There, is a, there are um, innumerable places we can go to find um, cornucopia of all different sorts of insects for you. So payment, payment will be plenty. We, exactly. We, we do compensate. We do compensate. We do. <laughs> In more than one way, am I right, folks? Yes, because Daniel will blow you. Correct. So I have no self esteem. <laughs> He's easy to take <laughs> advantage of. Wait, were you the one telling me about you watched a show about a frog masturbateur? Oh, whoa. Like from no, like I know you're 2010. About, what is it? No, that is like deep in the annals of my super, mind. I need to like. For like 15 years ago, I remember you telling me like. That was like, definitely like high school. That was like before we went to college. About a frog masturbateur. Is that and real it like or did I make that up and try to just make you laugh? No, I think it was a real thing where it was like a biologist who had to like excrete oh, semen from a frog. It, was it Colin Robinson from What We Do in the Shadows? No, that was. But doesn't that it was seem like a I, thing that like that, that actor would do? Well, um, I'm currently breeding frogs, which means I am technically a masturbateur. It just keeps going. <laughs> I, I, have I, you seen I the new season? I started it it's, last night. Oh, I like the season a lot. It's really. I good. love the show. So I'm. It was good. The first episode was really good. Uh, yes, the first episode is really, I'm on, I think I'm on episode, I'm on whatever, I'm not caught up yet, I, I have I have one more episode to be caught up, because I didn't watch the one from last week, but so far it's been great. Excuse me? <laughs> That's my one, it's my one I get. That wasn't as We've bad got... as some of them, some of them are like, I can hear Eruptious. HD audio, <laughs> I can hear the bubbles and the glurps and the slurps. It's like a, it's like an HD DVD. The number one um, format of 2007 and until DVD, Blu-ray. Are you out. really going to go there? Are you really going to stand on your your HD DVD soapbox? Listen, it had superior sound, superior visuals, and HD DVD players. PD won't shut up. The HD Xboxes. DVD is the Betamax to the VHS of Blu-ray. Which is basically the CD to a cassette tape to an MP3, MP4 audio file, if you will. Mm-hmm, correct. And, and what, are we doing? <laughs> what are we talking about? And what are we doing? And I won't bore you with the details, okay. but right, um, <laughs> it's a dark rose, right? And I know yeah, un- unctuous tones. Yes. <laughs> Those ones are good, too. It's like the guy who just started drinking bourbon or whatever. <laughs> he doesn't have very many followers for how wonderful he is. So we I need know. to actually. I was surprised. I thought like this guy's going to be way more viral. But what is? We should shout out his Instagram. Solely Finlay or Finley. It's probably pronounced Finley, but it's it's spelled Finlay. Everybody go follow Sully Finley on Instagram. Yes, S U L L Y F I N L A Y, all one word. He is phenomenal. He has 16.8 thousand followers, and you've probably seen a bunch of his That content. is not very many. That's what I'm saying. He's so talented. He needs way more followers. Like, because his content is, he is very much a mess. Uh, it sounds like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it 
true. Yeah, very. We're self-deprecating here, folks. We get it. But he is like a character. Uh, sorry, not a character. Um, uh, no, a character actor. Where like, yeah, yeah. He just plays one type of character, but he leans into his skill in that, and he does such a good job. And he finds all the scenarios that are like are uh, pertinent to what his skill is, and he does really well with it. It's not like when you see a bunch of influencers try and get out of their lane and like try and do funny things. You're like this is this doesn't play very well. Like everything. Like he does when Dan Rue stopped doing things with Wad- Wacky Patty or whatever his name was. I'm so lost. Okay, no, no. the guy who – the original duo was the guy who's like, ooh, baby, what is you doing? And then this guy oh, named Dan yeah. Rue. Knick-knack, paddywhack. That's what they would call him. Yes, and he's like, ooh, when baby, Dan, what up, is you Dan doing? Rue just started dancing and humping women. It was like, this isn't good anymore. Yeah. When it I was, ooh, baby, him. what is you doing? It was good. And then when it was just sort of like him staring at the camera being like – he can dance very well. I'll give him that. Uh, yeah, but it was, but it was sort of like, like okay, now you just have like Instagram model with a big butt, and she's there, and you're humping her, and that's it, the joke, I guess. And it's like okay, like that's weird as fuck and unsavory, but like one post I could understand, but like that's not a thing. Like people can just watch other things that are more entertaining or porn. Like you're not doing anything. It's just in a lane not that anyone wants to enjoy anymore. Is he, he went out middle? of the lane. The lane was, ooh, baby, what is you doing? Because Nick really made the lane, in my opinion. Agreed. And I still say that I saw Dan at the SF uh, airport. Do you remember I texted you and you were like, oh, my God, it's not a doppelganger. You didn't see him. <laughs> because I have a proclivity to be able to see the best in people. What I think are the best on this world, my friends. And so I see a lot of doppelgangers all around. And I text Willie and he's like, that looks nothing like this individual that we know. Knows nothing know. like them. <laughs> it looked. I did exact. see my own doppelganger on Bart like five or six years ago, and I think I still have the photo somewhere. But it really was like, you know, from like nose up, it was me. I have a very same cheeky story eyebrows, forehead, hair at the time. I hooked up with a guy on Grinder, and he came over. I went over to his place. And it was kind of, like, dark. Like, we'd still see each other, but it was, like, you know, like, mood lighting. And then afterwards, we turned the lights on. And he looked at And me. I, like, looked at him. And, and I was he looked like, at me. And he looked at me, and I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is really weird, but do we look exactly alike? And he was like, we, like, both stood in the mirror, and he was like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard. I forget who it was. I think it was and a comedian. Get this. He's fucking English. <laughs> he's like his name's Daniel, mate. <laughs> oh, that's right. Daniel Beesman. How's it going? Daniel Beesman. His name is Daniel Deesman. Daniel <laughs> Deesman. <laughs> Daniel Deesman, a New Brunswickshire Worthed. What's How it, are you? What's it worth to you, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, why don't we why don't we just move this pony along and get to a little something that we like to mm. call Good News everyone. Uh I'm trying to think of pony puns, but I can't. Uh you mean are you trying up. to say we're getting to the main event. Yes. And, 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 and I have <laughs> I a knew you were long go for it. tale to tell you. <laughs> well, as long as I don't look you in the more mouth, since you're a gift, gift, uh, gift, uh, gift horse. <laughs> <laughs> God, and it would be hoof 
me oh. if you went first? <laughs> well, let me just put my donkey dong on the table and go ahead and <laughs> just, do so. just slap my giant dong around the table. <laughs> it's average. Anyways, um, my good news. Did There's you an the asterisk thing? there, and then at the bottom of the page, it says below. <laughs> <laughs> extremely below. <laughs> um, my good news is that instead of going to Portland, Portland came to me in the Ooh. form of my brother being in town. And it was great. I had to great. give up my bed. I slept like an absolute fart on the pull-out mattress. I literally probably got like five hours to four and a half hours of sleep every night because I kept on tossing and turning. And I kept on thinking to myself, there's got to be an easier way. So you slept out in the but balcony. There yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I vampired myself by yeah. hanging backwards from the head to the balcony. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but no, it was great. We went out, we went out, we got Dumpadingu, and um, we went down and saw their friends who just moved here for his fellowship. And then um, we went to this place called Unko Frank's, which is Hawaiian food. Oh, okay. it was the best Bono. barbecue I've had in San Francisco. Bono. <laughs> was it was it Hawaiian barbecue specifically, or was it meant to be like general? So it barbecue? was it was all different kinds of Hawaiian. So there was like spam cheese fries, which my bean was flicked vigorously while yes, eating. Yes, and you had me at spam cheese fries. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> then we had the Hawaiian pulled pork sliders, which was like the yeah. barbecue aspect of it. And things. you had me at Hawaiian pulled pork then, sliders. Yes, and then we had some sesame, um, black sesame chicken tendies, which were amazing. Open my mouth for that sesame. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like me at Thanksgiving, <laughs> right, right, commenting right. on everyone. <laughs> yeah, every dish. <laughs> okay, we don't need yeah, There doesn't need to be a joke for all of them. <laughs> And you've reused the same joke a bunch of like, times. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Equally as funny to me. Um, and then we, oh, we got Calbi, which is like the spare ribs. Oh, it was oh, yeah. good. Yes, but oh, no. Oh, Calbi, and the edamame maybe. had the <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Hey, I just that was, Those were all really good. <laughs> and this is Porky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You want to keep going? <laughs> no, no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, it was great. And then we went and got breakfast at this place. I think it's called Mama's on the Square. But it's a place that's got a, a line out the wazoo mm-hmm. every weekend. Like it's literally, well, it wraps around the block, but we went Friday morning because we woke up early. So and I, like, I work from home. So I was like, eh, I can just like take my lunch a little early. You know? And we got uh, French toast. And I had one of the best omelettes I've had in a long time. Of course, pork filled. Um, and everyone loved their food, yes. Or pork sauce. Uh, crisp prosciutto. It was called the North Beach. Okay. You know, crisp prosciutto. A little Italiano for Mushrooms, tomatoes, and... Ooh. Yeah, I think that was it. Mm, wow. It was good. Oh, and basil, yeah. Highly recommend. I'm pretty sure it's called Mama's on the Square. So if you're not SF, check it out. Cool, cool, cool. Shout cool, out cool. to them. That sounds delicioso. But that's my good news. It was great to hang out with them. What can I ask? Is your good news? Well, I've been head over heels in love with a little free open source 3D software called Blender. I hardly know her. I have not heard this. 
and, and I've never mentioned it to Daniel before. Um, but no. this weekend I had a First great little personal project that I really had fun with. And if you're out personal there listening. Personal project sounds like a personal problem to me. Can we call it like a project personal? Sure. We can call it a projecto personal. And oh, yeah. um, it was, I was having a good time. I was actually modeling, trying to model these, my headphones, my Bluetooth headphones, my Jabra's. And you I can like tell Jabra. they're very curvy. The case itself was fine. The the headphones themselves were very curvy. It was not the May West edition. <laughs> She's curvy. And, um, <laughs> you know, it was a very good learning experience. It, it's not like everything went really well, but it was a good learning experience. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just loving the process. And, you know, I feel like that's the thing in life that a lot of people forget about, which is it's not necessarily about the destination or your goal. It's about enjoying the process. And I think that's and, partly why I feel <clears throat> very fulfilled right now. Just I'm going to bring up something that speaking of Instagram and speaking of enjoying the process, I recently started following these down syndrome chefs on Instagram. So they're like mm -hmm. probably 23 to 26, somewhere in there. Um, severity of down syndrome ranges, but like <clears throat> they're all like, uh, communicative like part and of their can, thing. Yeah. Right. So basically they, the story behind them is to my understanding is that like, they all want, they like to cook and they want to be influencers. And so their parents were like, Oh, well that's fun. We'll just, you know, start a channel, YouTube channel and that's fine. Like, you know, and it's great. It's, it's, it's not like it's like exploitative where they're like trying to get them to do right. things. This is them like doing them. their dream. Right. Exactly. And so like, they're like in the kitchen and they're looking and they're like, find the wooden spoon. Like you need a wooden spoon to stir this around. It's a non-skip, non-stick non skillet. And the, the guy, like, the first guy brings out just a normal spoon, and the, first, the other guy looks at him, and he's like, that's a normal spoon. <laughs> yeah, like, you idiot. Spoon. <laughs> yes. and so You'll then, scratch the nonstick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so then there's a sweet gal who just, like, she's always like, what spoon? And, like, always giggles at everything, and so, like, <laughs> it kind of gets, like, light and airy. And so then she's like, I found it. Wooden spoon, and it's just a larger metal spoon. <laughs> the guy's getting so frustrated. He's like, wooden spoon. And they finally find it. But they all like celebrate just finding the wooden spoon. And I'm like, it just like was a snap in my head. And I was like, holy shit. It's when I'm cooking, things. I don't need to have a perfect meal. Like my rice comes out not perfect. Okay, great, whatever. But like enjoy the process. Enjoy, enjoy, the enjoy process, what you're people. doing. The small wins, like, oh hey, you know what? Onion was a great addition to this dish. It didn't turn out perfectly, but I'm definitely going to add onion and play around with it next time. And it just like totally refreshed, even watching like I three reels of theirs, totally refreshed my like enjoyment in the kitchen and like just took the weight off of me being like, my meal prep has to be perfect. Otherwise, I'm not going to want to eat it four days in a row. I'm like, no, enjoy it. It's fine. Worst comes to worst. You can heat up something from the from the freezer. Exactly. Worst comes to worst. You just don't eat your meal prep and you order out or whatever. It's not a big deal. You're already doing yeah. so well by having the meal prep and being consistent. Exactly. I should be thinking. So speaking of recipes, PD, I want to share with you something. I feel like I may have mentioned it to you, but I am loving this. This is a little bit of a Rachel Ray inspired semi-homemade. Is that the recipe this, for spice melange? <laughs> no. <laughs> it, this is um, this is a sort of quick and easy bolognese. Um, maybe not in a very authentic way, but it's inspired by a, the way you would make bolognese. So what I like to do is I'll get like a vodka sauce, like a cheesy, creamy tomato. I made vodka sauce, sauce this jar. weekend and it was dank. Nice. And yes. then I will um, take a, really don't steal my thunder. 
I know. I was like, actually. <laughs> and then and I made it from scratch. No. And so I'll take a jar of pasta sauce. I will mm-hmm. make up a very minced mirepoix, the celery, carrot, onion mixture. Mm-hmm. Um, fruit process that basically. So it's like very, very tiny minced. And um, some oh, ground food beef. process. So it's like ground. It's like ground. It's like, so it's like essentially like really. Okay. So I'll get there. And so, okay, um, okay. very small is how I like it personally. Very minced. Mm-hmm. And so then I'll take. Well, then do I have something for you? <laughs> it's <laughs> my tiny little donkey. It's <laughs> it's extra below average. <laughs> <laughs> it's two uh, two uh, orders of magnitude below. Uh, oh, I meant to say standard deviation. Um, ground beef. <clears throat> High eighty five fifteen is probably ideal. You kind of do want a little bit more fat in there, Ooh, but yeah. you can use turkey. I've actually done this with ground turkey, so you can use a leaner meat. It's not as good, but you know whatever. And then here's the trick. So what you do is you cook your beef, leave it in big chunks. Now this is based on the Bon Appetit best bolognese. Okay, leave it in big yeah. chunks. Take it out. Put it in a bowl. Right. So you cook it till it's like brown but it doesn't need to be like all the way cooked through yet how big are the chunks like quarter size i would say like yeah like half dollar a mixture between like small ones and like a quarter um cook that till just until it's like brown remove it use the same pan you can keep the oil in there honestly it says um add some like bacon fat or like pork grease or if you have pancetta (laughs) Use that or bacon. If you have bacon or pancetta, use that just a little bit. You need like four ounces or something or less, um, just a couple ounces. But stop, you, stop. My penis can only get so erect. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you're making a bolognese, right? So you put the grease in there and then you um, saute the mirepoix and then you put the beef back in, put some white wine, let it reduce. Okay. Then put your canned mm-hmm. tomato sauce, so- your jar of tomato sauce in there, and a cup of beef stock. All right, and let that simmer for like thirty minutes, Ooh. and you have a sort of like simulated bolognese <clears throat> that's obviously not as good as if you made like a four-hour bolognese. But for it being but like, like forty-five minutes, and you just use like a jar of pasta sauce, it's like very good. If it's Rachel Ray, can I guess the first word? Well, in I'm the saying recipe? Rachel Ray because it's semi-homemade. But no, that's Sandra Lee. Oh, that's Sandra Lee. But she that's she Sandra also Lee. did the same email. But she would she would like use cornbread mix right. instead of making like cornbread. yeah yeah. So that's all. And I, mean I guess the it. first word in the recipe weeknight. Yeah, <laughs> actually no, because I made it on a Sunday. Oh okay. Wait, well, no, that's I made like it yesterday. <clears throat> yesterday was Monday. oh there you go yeah yeah that's like something. We used to have a uh, oh my gosh we're really tan- getting on tangents we're gonna have to make this a quick app pickup but we used to have a um, culinary professor if you will Miss um, mm-hmm. Miss Shim- right, right, right. and every single recipe was like yummy ooey gooey chocolatey pull apart delicious brownies That's and it was like okay there's brownies. too many like adjectives and adverbs <laughs> in there that like I something tells me this is not gonna be good. Like, I think I want to do that, but I want to make, like, if I ever write a cookbook, it's going to be, like, a little bit more perverse. Be like, these are called Flick My Bean Brownies. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) And everything is the description of how it tastes is, this is going to make you cum. 
<laughs> like, every recipe be, says it's going to make me orgasm. Like, what is the deal with this? You're going to be rubbing your chocolate chip down to a nub after you Ew. taste my weeknight bolognese. <laughs> after you taste my ants on a log. <laughs> okay, like, so totally. I was I was some sort of um, <laughs> pl- high plateau, four-legged, cloven-hoofed animal in that class because we made that – sweet potato casserole with marshmallows on it and I wanted to yak. (laughs) (laughs) That took took the breath out of my lungs. (laughs) (laughs) That class contains some of the most disgusting food I have ever tasted. The setup, the word itself. (laughs) I haven't heard anyone say yak since 1996. (laughs) And it's so true. That just hit on three different levels. Ooh. I need a glass of water. I'm getting the vapors. (laughs) Get it for clumped. Talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) Mm. Oh, my God. I I need to pull a tear from my eye. I'm sorry. Okay, so on to the fucking episode. We have got to get to that episode. Okay, so today we covered season five, episode six, Less Than Hero. Now this is... Which I think is a pun on Less Than Zero. Less Than Zero. And we do like this episode. This is a good one. This is where Bender, Leela, and Fry become superheroes. And um, I do... So there's a... That's the, the main plot. The B plot is that Leela... Well, actually, I don't know. I feel like Leela's parents coming to town is sort of the A plot, in a way. I would say it's it's. I would say it's almost a parallel plot, and then they end up intertwining at the end. So plot A and plot new. one, <clears throat> universe A and universe, <laughs> and universe <gasps> one. Is the fucking Parabox episode coming up soon? Fuck me! I hope oh so. My God, it's and that that one's probably gonna get a. And I won't say that. I won't spoil it for the viewers. That one's probably gonna get a cinco. If you know what I mean. And if you know Spanish, mute the podcast right now. <laughs> mute the podcast 14 seconds ago. <laughs> um, that actually reminds me of – there's a joke of – I think it's – is it that episode where they're talking about what should we call ourselves and Fry is like, we should be the mongooses. <laughs> and it's it just like such an out of nowhere kind of <laughs> suggestion from him. But every time I've been in a group as an adult, I'm talking about like in grad school <laughs> – Oh yeah! Every time it's like, okay, we're gonna be in teams. Like, what's our team name? I always want to be like, we should blue be dragons. Mongooses. Oh, and no Damn one it. gets it. And I always want to say it just like fried to be like, let's be the mong the like the, mong- the mongooses. Yeah. Oh, I always no say even at it. even at work when we're on teams, I'm like, can we be team blue dragons? Because everyone's like. That is like we they just totally understand the joke. They're like <laughs> No, I'm talking about our fucking sixth grade soccer team name. Oh, we, we were the, the blue, blue team. Dragons. We were the blue dragons. Yeah. I don't remember I like, remember the Green Galaxies. That was like what, seventh? I think fifth. So. Fifth. fifth. It was on the smaller field. I think that was fifth grade. Yes, it was. And then we were the fireballs when we were red, which was fucking dumb. That's a dumb play. Blue Dragons? Game. That's a timeless classic. Blue Dragons is timeless classic. I can't remember any of the other ones. Oh, the yellow piss-covered cum buckets. I remember yep, that one. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. A that was uh, second grade. That was, that was like season. just second grade. Yeah, that was a good season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. On to the and one episode. year we were the brown team and we were the chocolate covered chip balls. <laughs> brown on the inside and the out was our motto, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because at the time, Rec Soccer League made you have a motto. That's true. You had to, well, you have to have a full a full charter. You had yeah, to yeah. Have, you have to draft a charter and get a charter with bylaws signed on to it. And they had to be above eighteen, which made it really difficult. I mean, come on, <laughs> we're a rec soccer team. Right? How would we get there these many eighteen year olds to sign this? <laughs> also, the rec soccer only goes up to eighth grade, so it's not like we could get any high schoolers to sign mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We had we had stringent Khalid had stringent uh, stringent string 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 cheese. That's the word you're looking to for. Khalid had a lot of he loved string cheese. He loved string cheese. Anyways, so Leela's parents uh, come up from the sewer. Well, Leela has big plans. Yeah, this is the this is plot. like the main Leela's main motivation throughout the episode is that she's going to have her parents. She's going to get a day pass for them to come up to the surface because. As mutants, it's illegal for them to be up on the surface, as as Amy says, because of their genetic inferiority. Present company excluded, right, of course, because they're disgusting, dirty, genetically inferior <laughs> mutants. Present company excluded, of course. Um, and so Leela ends up uh, actually attaining passes for them to make it to from Mayor Poopenheimer. From Mayor Poopenheimer, who I love. I like the more I see him, the more I end up loving him in this. Um, and just that his name is Poopenheimer? Poopenmeyer. Oh, Poopenmeyer, sorry. Yeah, Poopenheimer is a very fake last name. Poopenmeyer, very real. Real. Certifiable. Um, So the professor gets a delivery from Paikia, which this always makes me think of you because I I didn't really know what Ikea was before. Like, we we did not have one in Indiana. No, you're right. But there were... a long There was one in Chicago. Yes, and so your parents used to go to Ikea and like, we never did. Like we, I don't, there's so much good shit at Ikea. We just never ended up going there because we didn't have one. I don't think my parents even knew there wasn't one in Chicago. Um, but I love, one of the quotes I always think about whenever I go to actual Ikea, like in Emeryville, is that fucking robot. And he's yeah. like, enjoy your affordable Swedish craft. And he's like, the mule falls off. <laughs> One of the shelves inside of yeah, the falls, like, and then his door opens. Glass door opens or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So they have they get that, and then they build a super collider, which also reminds me of the robot. So wait, what fuck? What does Humorbot two point say? Super oh. collider. I, I barely know her. her. <laughs> which <laughs> and is then our we favorite build the joke. Super co- <laughs> and then we built a super collider. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What I love that the professor says, my super collider super exploded. <laughs> and he's like, go return this and get me like a shitty CD rack and those rancid meatballs. Which I also was offended by because I'm like, those meatballs are good. Those meatballs are dank and so are their hot dogs and so are their cinnamon rolls. Here's what so I'll say. Everyone cinnamon rolls, shut yes. it. And Katie, my overmate KB, we used to fucking love the cinnamon rolls at Ikea. <laughs> and we used to live near Emeryville, so we would like go there just to get the cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls and washcloths. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, 
so everyone's sore from putting together the super collider and uh zoidberg gets his little cameo on this one and i love how he's like just the biggest fucking rube and he's like oh right right, right. a man a, a beautiful man in the cave told me i look like a smart spender and then i gave him 80 of my dollars and he gave me this tube of super cream and he was off <laughs> like he's he falls to the classic sort of like grifter uh scheme of snake like oil salesman. snake oil salesman but in this case yeah. they find out that this cream actually is miracle cream <laughs> it gives you superpowers, and I love that it's Dr. Flim Flams, too. <laughs> Dr. Flim Flams Miracle, Miracle Cream. Cream. So everyone gets superpowers uh, because they're getting mugged by this guy. And I also love the little guy. or the He's like, I've got a gun, I've got a gun. And he takes his hat off his hand. You think it's covering up a gun, but really it's covering up a small a robot, robot holding, holding a gun. A gun. <laughs> he's like, give it to him, Andrew. <laughs> it bounces off. He's like, give it to him again, Andrew. And then they, he tries to beat Lila with a pipe. And so they realize they have super strength. They're laser proof. They and I love that when guy. they thwart the mugger, he goes, years of planning. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, his strategy was to do the classic like thing, which I've heard a million times of like, I have this super convoluted story, and that's why you should believe me that I need money for not drugs. Oh, right. I've heard so many of those. Like, living in Chicago, living in New York, you, like, hear these Mm -hmm. stories all the time where it's, like, they don't just ask you for money. They they give you a whole spiel so that you – Like, hey, my baby needs money. Someone's sick. I have a child. Whatever. Um, And I've definitely fallen for it. You know, I'm not going to lie. But now I know – We were also – you were also like a hayseed from Indiana when you first got to Chicago. Now you're well, an urban gentleman. this was like maybe three gentleman. years in. I was like 20, 21. This was three days ago. I have a specific ago. memory of a guy telling me that like this long ass story in Chicago, like about how he needed to buy like diapers for his daughter or something. And he was a nice dude. Like I don't regret giving him, I think I gave him like $7 because yeah. that's all I had. I don't regret giving him money. He didn't seem like he was like, if he bought booze with it, I don't really care, you know, but like, yeah. At that point, I just wanted the interaction to end because I felt really awkward, but he definitely got That's it. the other part. He got They have it. a captive audience, and you're like, uh, I'm going to money to end this trend. I'm ending this transmission. Yes, exactly. Here is $7. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's like, here's a planning. He's like, you're out of the game. Bender comes up to Leela and um, Fry, realizing that they have superpowers, and he's like, hey, a friend of mine said he tried to mug you earlier. <laughs> yeah, I love that Bender has like a mugging a mugger network. Yeah. And then he realizes they have superpowers and he just like basically is the little brother who wants to hang out with the big brothers mm. who's like, Oh, I've got these three uh costumes. I guess I'll I'll throw one of them out. Like, and two like, Bender, humans. you can join us. You think you <laughs> want to throw a robot in there just to switch things up Even a bit. Things out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're like, Bender, you can be part of our, our thing. But, like, you don't really have superpowers. And he, like, shoots his arm out and grabs Fry a beer. And Fry's like, I'm sold. And he's like, plus I got this going for me. And he just opens his, like, little cabinet door in the chuk, front. Chuk, 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 chuk. <laughs> I did love that. Um, so the the new Justice League is born. Bender's name – Leela, like, jumps in the center. And Bender, Bender jumps, like, and moves Leela out of the center. He's like, and Super King, which is, like, yeah, so what their you names would think are, a four-year-old would think of. Her. Right, exactly. Their names are <laughs> Clawbarella, which is Leela, Captain Past, what is his name? Yesterday. Captain Yesterday, which is Fry, because he's from the past. And he's also fast. 
and from the past, true. as the theme song goes. And then, <laughs> and then Bender is Super King, which is just like such a good little, yeah, little brother type of name. Like, I'm a king. No, I'm a super no, king. I'm super king. <laughs> I'm the best. I'm the best of all the kings. And the theme song oh, says that any. Super King has the powers of Superman, plus he's a robot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mm. Um, yeah, this is it's like a basically like a 1960s Batman esque song. Yeah, it's they very sing. like. Then they have like the onomatopoeias. Did you also notice that Clobberella's outfit, her little symbol of like a rolling pin with like an arm yeah, like this, like was very similar to Superman and the same colors as the hammer and sickle? Oh, but it's like orange and yellow or something. No, it's yellow on red. Oh. And I thought for, I, she's a con. I, I thought about it. Call someone. Call McCarthy. Right, exactly, and not Kevin. Oh, truth. Um, I thought they would like make a reference to that, or Fry would be like, you know, because his dad was so anti-communism, but they don't. I didn't know if there was like a. Plan I thought there, it was more of like a Superman. I do. S reference. Because it's like a hand with a rolling pin. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, that's true. I guess that makes sense. It just looked like the hammer and sickle to me. I love that part of Lila's motivation to become a vid, like a superhero. So Fry's trying to convince her initially, and he's like, "What did you always want to? What did you always want to have or be, be when, when you grow up?" And she goes, "What, what was your one wish?" When oh you yeah, were what was growing your one wish? Just to have parents. And he's like, "Whatever." <laughs> Obviously, he wants to be okay. a superhero. <laughs> and she's like, "I guess I could." I guess I could use my tendency to violent, or I have been looking for a way for my violence to like do good in the community or something like that. And that's what convinces her to do it. Exactly. And she, um, basically this whole time is communicating with her parents that they're going to be up on the surface. Um, and they end up talking to Mayor Poopenmeyer when they're getting the, um, tickets. The passes, yeah, exactly. Uh, Mary Poopmeyer is buzzing the the team, and I then the Bender's thing. Do you think that's the call, John DiMaggio the doing that of, like, sound? The bat signal is a a painting of a clown with a a red nose, and the red nose is a button that lights up, and yeah, the mayor is like pressing it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bender's antenna is like lighting up and buzzing, and he's going. That's got to be John DiMaggio doing. No, that, right? it is. It certainly it, is. It sounds just like okay. That's what I. But thought. then it reminded yeah. me of Charles in high school doing the phone vibration thing to trick to prank teachers, where he's like, okay. <laughs> and then teachers were like, "Whose phone is that?" And then no one, be, no one would admit it. Oh my god! What by is the way, analog he's to prank town. for millennials? Oh yeah, Jesus! Because that was back when phones made sounds vibrating. I just feel like that was like when we first got phones. Like, not every high schooler had a phone oh, yeah. in their pocket in that day and age. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Now every middle and schooler then, has one. You know what I'm saying? Elementary kids. I had a. Kids have fireflies now. That remember that firefly? It was like you can call home, and then like there's like three programmable yeah. numbers in it. It's it's it has enough programmable numbers that your creepy uncle who is most likely the culprit can be one of the speed dials. <laughs> Sorry, that was a, a dark joke. It's your parents, creepy uncle, and, uncle, and then Amber Alert. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So they. The I'm just saying it's usually Meyer, someone you know. It's usually part of the family. Ninety percent of the time, you never know. This is a PS. Um, the more you know. Ding, 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 ding. Um, 
Mayor Pippenmeyer gives them the passes and then tells them that the zookeeper is going to come at 10 a.m. the next day. And Lilo's like, that's perfect. I told my parents, oh, 9 a.m. Zookeeper's mirror, 9 a.m. My parents are coming at 10. Zookeeper shows up an hour late with all of his animals to steal the quantum general. They foil his plan. uh, However, Lila is unable to get out before the adoring public um, stops her. And one thing thing I forgot is how Mayor Pippenmeyer is like, Captain Yesterday, Clavarella. My liege. Yeah, my liege. He, <laughs> he bends the knee. <laughs> he bends the knee. <laughs> Super king. Which I will say this. So Lila's parents are sort of like, they're not really being passive. They're kind of being passive aggressive. They're like, oh, no, she's not like, she's she's not bailing us. She's just like disappointed us. And it's like, they waited for not even five minutes. Okay, if it's your one day to go to the surface. That's what I was thinking. You I was like, wait, you wait an hour? Five fucking minutes. Okay, and then Leela comes out right when they get down into the manhole. So it's like she was only ten minutes late, max. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you would think that like she, they would like wait or look around for her or something. But also they're also very like timid and don't want to bother people. It. And I've I been in that situation like that where, where like, like I don't really want to be here and I already feel awkward, so I'm going to find any excuse to leave. Well, that or also like, oh, if she didn't show up, that means she doesn't want us here and they read too far into it. And then you leave because you think that's what they wanted you to do. But in reality, it's not. You're just like, you know. It's just a sad sack. Yeah, I was going to say sad, sad, sad. Um, So Leela basically goes down to the uh, almost at the underworld, uh, the sewers, and has to tell her parents that she's Clavarella because she's ridden with guilt. She tells... um, she tells them, but she's her, like, you can't tell anyone. And her dad's like, even yeah. after a few drinks. He's like, Dad, you drink? Anyway, no, yes, including <laughs> yeah. even after a few drinks. <laughs> yeah, I did love that. So then um, Leela's dad is in the boat with his um, friends. And he's like, so my daughter's Clavarella. And then the guy like who's a leg about it amongst themselves. <laughs> yeah. And the guy who's a leg goes, you're pulling me. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's so simple. So well around. done. Yes, exactly. And then the dude course, who is a big ear, right? The big ear guy. Yeah. Goes, he hears them from far away and he's like, he just said his daughter's clabarella. And then he's standing next to the guy with the big mouth. And he's like, um, he's like, we need to keep a secret. He's like, gotcha. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> also, I also missed another another two other quotes that I am looking at my notes now. Speaking of keeping a secret identity, I forgot what Fry's like. This girl's like, Captain, yesterday, I'd love to date you. Can I have your phone number? And Fry's like, yes. Once I give you my – I'm in the phone book. So once I give you my home address, phone number, and a copy of my birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> He's like going to do the rule number one of being a superhero, <laughs> giving away yeah. his identity. So hard as to giving a copy of the birth certificate. And then when Leela's parents come to the surface, he's the, the docent at the um, museum is like, get out of here, you mutants. And they're like, no, we have passes from the mayor. And he is, I don't know. I never heard of no mayor. <laughs> yeah, it's like also Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I never heard I of never no heard man. Of man. So good. <laughs> so anyway, so good. the after the, their identities are found, the zookeeper ends up calling them at Planet Express and is like, "I know who you your your real identities, and I've kidnapped Leela's parents." So they then have to go like save Leela's parents. Um, but in order to, well, to do it's, so, it's as not a the bargain, zookeeper. 
Sorry, go ahead. The bargaining chip is that they have to go steal the quantum gemerald to then give to the zookeeper to then get her parents back. Yes, exactly. And so they find out that they've run out of miracle cream and basically just have to intimidate people. And I love how the kid just walks yes, away. Yes, yes, like, I read yesterday. Can I just beat the tar out of you with this board and it won't hurt you? He's, He's like, like can I, I wail on you with this two by four and wail like, on you. won't hurt you? And then before Fry has a chance to answer, he just gets smacked in the face with the, with the board. <laughs> Ouch, that didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so they steal the quantum gemerald and head down to the zookeeper's lair. And they're like, ew, the zookeeper, like, is this your lair? This is disgusting. He's like, no, my lair's a billion times nicer than this. <laughs> like, <laughs> Also reminded me of the way a four-year-old says, like, no, my yeah. house is way nicer than this. But he's this just, like, a, a single one. bachelor <clears throat> who lives with a bunch of animals. So, of course, like, this In a cave. Me. Yeah. Um, so, to my recollection, they pretty much just wail on the zookeeper and um, free Leela's parents. They basically have the whole denouement of, oh, we love you. Oh, we could never be ashamed of you. We're not sad. We love each other, and we're glad that you still love us. Blah blah blah, kind of standard Futurama. Yes, emotional. I do want to bring back one joke, which is like they they are standing like seven feet away from the zookeeper with the quantum gemerald, like going to give it to him as payment, and he has his like hawk grab it for him. Oh yeah, and Fry's like that seemed kind of unnecessary for like your animal to do this bit. You could have just like stepped forward and grabbed it. It's like, it comes right back. Uh, So what would you, how many quantum gemeralds would you rate this uh, program today? I do like this one a lot. I feel like this one has great plot and there's a lot of puns because it's like very like superhero-y, like comic book. Um, So I would give this one a four out of five. I, you're right on the money. Exactly. I would give this one a solid four out of this, five. I this really like really actually, exemplifies actually, I'm going to go 4.25. 4. Okay. Okay. Because there's a quote that we forgot to say that deserves its credence here. When they're going through the list of um, side effects of the cream that are superpowers, they go through super strength, super agility. Oh, right. Yeah. This and is the, ab- the, abil- the, the ability, ability to, to control sea creatures. Yeah. And he's like, and Fry's like, hey, Zoidberg, get in here. <laughs> what does he say? Shove it. No, he goes, screw you. And <laughs> <laughs> like, nope, we don't screw have that one. <laughs> so with all the good quotes, that puts it over 4.25. Okay. That's great. All right, PD, are you ready for some trivia? Yeah, I'll let you go first because I've got quite a few. Okay, I think I have like two or something. Okay. Or something. Or something. Um, what, when, the, when they are sore from putting together the super collider, what does... I heard the number. Huh? I hardly know her. Go ahead. <laughs> and then I built a super collider. Um, what do Fry and Leela say they feel like? I feel like I just went a thousand rounds with Mighty Thor. I feel like I was just mauled by a bear. You're you're like a third right. Some I went Mighty Thor is number of rounds with Mighty, Mighty Thor, and it's not a thousand. <clears throat> it's lower. A hundred lower. Ten. Yes. The ten, ten rounds of Mighty ten Thor. Ten rounds with Mighty Thor. And mauled by... 
and mauled by... It's not an animal. Is it an, I was about to say it's a fictitious character. No, it's not it? a fictitious <clears throat> character. And mauled by... And it's not an animal? We believe he, w- he was a good robot, but he wasn't our messiah. Oh, it's like I just got mauled by Jesus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mauled by Jesus quote. is a great description of being <laughs> feeling like you're all beat up. <laughs> but like the like maul is never a verb that would ever be attributed to Jesus. In any way. Yeah. Jesus. Hold on. Wait, what is playing? I can't hear anything. I, my Spotify just started like blasting party like music vanil- that I've never like even heard. Empire Weekend. No, it was like, to two oh, artists, ready to go. Lady Gaga and Lady Gaga. Okay, that was 2008. That was during my room in Holes. And I met Maya. Talking to on a lollipop. <laughs> I'm gonna get you down. <laughs> I've expanded beyond that, beyond those borders. But yes, those were good guesses. Um, yes, okay, so I'll take my full point. Thank you. I did give you a full point for that. Um, I'm moist. Okay. And then, uh, what was the name of the snake that the zookeeper has? Fingers. Good job. <laughs> Ew, and then he kisses the snake. That actually know, grossed that me out. You know, it's a cartoon. <laughs> it's like, um, ugh, they're just full of snake slime and. <laughs> okay, do you. <laughs> this is going to be such horse hockey already. No, it's going to be an easy one just because I think it's funny. Um, when he's talking about when the mayor's describing who the sort of associates of the zookeeper are, the elephant, what does the elephant do? Or never do, I guess I should say. An elephant who never forgets to kill. (laughs) (laughs) And then I love that he eats the volunteer woman. Yeah. Please don't feed the animals. And she gets crunched with like, with like that hard chicken bone gristle yes. breaking sound. Like was like, breaking oh. her in half. Yeah. All right. That's all mm. I had. I will say um, there is a joke. It's not really a trivia, but it is a joke that I forgot about that I really like, which is um, when Fry is talking about the superpowers, well, they don't know it's the cream yet. And she's like, I wonder what could have given it to us. And Fry's like, what if we had invisible rings that were giving us superpowers? But also we can't see them, and also we can't feel them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that part. But that's it's just good. like so unnecessary. Um, okay, you already hit the wobbly CD rack, which was good. I had that written down. Um, okay, so do I get a point <clears throat> that or no? No, you absolutely do not. Ugh. I could have not even said anything. Mom, what? Mom, I'm on the phone. Um. What does Hermes what is Hermes preferred method of murder? Piano wire. Ding 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 ding. Correct. Which is dumb that he what? asked Leela if it's bare hands or with a weapon for piano wire. That's clearly, it's clearly a, weapon. a weapon, Hermes. Now if you right. were wearing like claw brass knuckles, I would or say. brass knuckles or something like that. I could understand the ambiguity, but piano wire, it's like, you're not even using your, you're not even touching them with your hand. Right. You're like, wrapping it is intimate, like, but you're not using your bare hands. Yes. Um, what are, and I've asked this before, what are Leela's parents' names? Oh God. I always forget. 
I do too. I'm so glad I wrote it down because they said both the names. I had to make sure they did because they wrote it down on a piece of paper and then I was like, did they say both their names? Yes. I always want to. I always want to say Lur's wife's name. No, no, no. I do too. Okay, you're I, not, I'm not I the only one. I okay. said, no, yes, I did the exact um, same thing. I was like, is it Unda Unda? <clears throat> I can't. Oh, you they I, both start with the same letter. I I can't. I don't remember. Taranga Morris and Taranga Morris Munda. And what? Munda, M-U-N-D-A. Morris and Munda. Yes, I always think of um, Zap Brannigan when he's like dating her. He's like, ooh, Munda. <clears throat> um, this was. Is this one horse, horse hockey? Uh, no, no. Yes. Uh, how <laughs> do you said that? <laughs> how do Fry and Leela? How do I want to phrase this? Who tells Fry and Leela about the people who gave away their identity? What method? Who? Wait. Who's the one who actually lets Fry and Leela know that Leela's parents, Morris and Munda, blabbed? Oh, I thought it was the zookeeper. But you said no earlier. Close. Oh, the parrot. <laughs> and how does he do it? He's like... like he basically is like, Leela's parents blabbed. <laughs> right, and then Fry goes, "Leela, is that parrot telling? Or is that is, parrot telling is the person who that parrot is mimicking telling, telling the, truth the truth by proxy?" proxy? Yeah, I do love that line. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, what is the crab's full name within the um, Lucky, the AKA Citizen Snips? Well, fucking done it. I was going to get you on that last he, one. He, when well he's done, like yeah. pinching Teddy Roosevelt's ears, like Citizen Snips. <laughs> that is definitely Maurice Lamarche, and I love yes. like when he gets to that deep guttural, like Citizen Snips. I just love that sound. Uh, that's all I got for trivia. Well done. That's four out of five. Three out of four. Four to five. Three out of four, and you got three out of three, PD. I also wrote down the number of their sewer com, but Leela doesn't say it. It's, it's one five so. nine nine. One five six nine. One five five nine. One five five six. But you're so close. If you if you change one word. One five six six. One five oh the six is twice. Okay, my bad. But you had one five nine nine at the first. I was like, damn, this guy's gonna get it. Um but that was a sign, so I can't ask that. That's not PD and I are not gonna do that. Yeah, you do. Um Alrighty, well, should we wrap it up? We can wrap it up. Well, guys, thanks again for that, uh, for listening and for joining us. That was season five, episode six, less than heroes. And PD, I forgot to write down what the next one is. Season five, episode seven is none other than dun, 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 dun. teenage mutant Leela Turtles. <laughs> nice. Which is, I believe, when Leela becomes a teen again. Which. Uh... I don't remember super fondly, but it is more Lila centric. So it's this one, which is weird that they're two in a row. So season five, episode seven. Oh fuck no! This is a great one. Yes, teenage teenage mutant Lila turtles. This is a really good one. I really like. Oh, this it one. is called that. I but, thought we were just singing that. 
No, no, it's Teenage Mutant Lila's Hurdles. I thought this was the one where Lila turned back into a teenager, which I think is kind of a boring one. But this one I really like, too. So this is a good one, too. Well, excellent. So join oh, us. Oh, no. And then we have, after that, one of, probably one of the lowest rated episodes I'm going to give of, of the entire series. The Sting. Oh, the B one. You don't. I, mean, I forgot that you don't like the B one. I hate the B one. <laughs> I don't know why. It's gonna get a I zero. Don't like the it's not my favorite, but I don't hate it like the way you do. Oh, I hate it. Anyway, I hate so it. So thank you guys for listening. Um, join us again next week. As always, you can find us. Uh, not on Twitter slash X. We are no longer there. That's right. Um, you can follow me on threads uh, at the most chill bro. That's where we give out our updates. And um, you can Woo! support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash world of tomorrow pod. Uh, we will be removing season one and two from Spotify. Those will go behind the paywall. So either listen to those now. Uh, also, RIP Stitcher. Um, I was just going to say Stitcher. That's, that's where today, I get all my podcasts. 8th, and right? at the, that's today. They shut down today. I thought it was September. No, I think it's August. Great. Now I'm fucked. Anyway, RIP Stitcher. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or I guess whatever the fuck they're calling it now because it used to be called Anchor, <laughs> and now it's not. Um, and August 29th, Stitcher. Oh, 29th, so we're good. Okay, I swear it was the 8th. My bad. So end of the month. You're good. Anyway, um, you can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash world of tomorrow pod. And that is where you will be able to find our backlog indefinitely. So we will be removing those mm-hmm. um, until like the current season or two, basically. So we'll probably remove one, two, and three. And then um, – But that's, those, that's, that's where we were kind of finding our stride. Season four is that's really true. where the shit I mean season anyways. three is really good. I think season three is like really good. But we do need to give We're value to, okay. to the Patreon. I think that's like the hard balance yes. of trying to strike. Anyway, a little another yes. glimpse behind the Iron Curtain here. And <laughs> fucking Iron Curtain. I love calling. I still it never that. agreed to that. I love calling it that. <laughs> because <laughs> it's like we're like some sort of geopolitical empire right clips behind the iron curtain west berlin folks <laughs> anyway uh thanks for joining us and i will hand it over to pd for east our berlin. final words correction that was east berlin not west berlin and as always we'll love, we'll you, love forever. you forever we'll love, we'll you, love for you for always, always. as long as, long as, as you're listening, listening. Our friend, friend you'll our be. friend, you'll be. I always fucked that up recently. Okay, let's try it again. Our, our friend, friend you'll, you'll be. be. Take us out. Brought to you by Molten Boron. Nobody doesn't like Molten Boron. Bye. Bye. Bye.